Welcome to the Gonzo Moe News Broom, your bi-weekly source of anime news and spookiness, apparently. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. I'm JP. I don't know what the fuck's going on this morning. I'm here with Vinny and Kyle. How are you doing, Kyle? I'm also here. Who would have thought? But is Vinny here? I know. Vinny's not here. Vinny Damn. is making a cheeseburger in the style of... Chainsaw Man. I don't know what's going on in my life anymore. Uh, I'm about to be unemployed. That's pretty dope. Will that mean more podcasts? Will that mean less podcasts? Only the future can tell. Uh, No, it's it's planned unemployment. The show that I'm working on is going to be ending in four days uh, as of the posting of this podcast. So it should be pretty cool. Our last day will be Thursday. Uh, That'll be exciting. I know that you normally don't have a job that lasts this long, so not kind of going back to exactly as per usual. true. I well, the last year I've done a lot of short stuff, but the previous years I did long term work. It just it's it's so stressful sure. when you're like, cool, seven months of work. That sounds great to my bank account, and then in like three months, you're like, there's still four months of this hell. Uh, anyway, yeah. we are your weekly, bi-weekly source of anime, manga, and sometimes video game news. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, on Spotify. Uh, just search for gonzo.moe. Our Twitter handles are usually in the show notes. <laughs> sometimes they're not. Uh, but I'm gonzo.moe on Twitter. You spell out every word of that. Uh, Kyle is a new type century. And Vinny, I believe you're Vinny... Av AGC, is that right? That that is correct. Although I am moving more towards uh, just posting strange things in various discords of Anna Twitter. That's fair. I Mostly forget the sure. AGC podcast discord and uh, the awesome cast discord. I forget. The- I mean, we're all looking for Twitter alternatives. We get it. I'm yeah. Oh, yeah. As, as slowly right now, we're all like going back to our like little caves as we wait for the next thing to appear. Yeah, I'm waiting for the dust to settle because uh, I. I don't know, like the whole thing with Hive, everybody was going to Hive, and then it turned out that Hive had like a massive security flaw that we found a week later. So I'm going to sit this one out and wait for Twitter to start on fire uh, on its own and then cry about it. I am on Mastodon, but I can't access my account. I don't think anybody knows how to use Mastodon. Anyway, so I, apparently I set up TFA on it at some point, but I don't know what app it was. And I sent them an email to be like, hey, um, I want to use your thing. Well, they've not responded. So I think technically uh, at one point there was a Gonzo.moe discord, but uh, we'll wait for a last resort for that because nobody posted on it. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to leave us voicemails, that probably doesn't work either. That's 716-46-MOE-843. Uh, what else do I say at the top? I don't know. Uh, let's look at the news. Where are the demons? Bring on the pain! Uh, so, uh, it's kind of like a lot of, not a lot of news, but a lot of news. Uh, there's some pretty interesting stories, uh, this week, but I feel like usually more stuff happens in two weeks, but it's like, Fun stuff to talk about, if that makes sense. Uh, at the top, we have some license announcements. Viz has licensed a manga called Cypher Academy. And this one is notable because it is from uh, Neoshin, who is the creator of the Monogatari series. Uh, Wait, how do you say that? I think it's Nishio. Because uh, when I interviewed... Nishio Sin. Well, when I interviewed uh, the Welcome to the NHK creator, he said Nishio. And I've heard other people say Nishio. Obviously, the Nishio. That's and, the abbreviated version. Well, I just, I meant that, like, the, like instead of an S-I, an S-H-I is how it would be pronounced. That's at least how it was okay. said to me by somebody that knows the guy personally. So, I don't know. That's how I've started saying it. Because I said, because in the interview, I was like, So you worked with Nisiosin? And he's like, Huh? And I said the name of the book. He's like, Oh, Nishio. Like, uh, my bad. Because <laughs> uh, I yeah. know we also had that thing with Gurren Lagan where everyone's like, Is it Simon? Is it Simon? Is it Shimon? And so I'm, I don't know. Anyway, there is a new manga coming out, or it's out already. It looks like the second chapter came out on November 27th. 
and that should already be on the Viz app as well as Manga Plus. Am uh, I crazy for thinking that it looks like a better version of that you of that uh, Science Sorry anime that we just got? <laughs> uh, you mean the one that was like stupid Denicoil? Or are you yeah, talking yeah, about a different one. one? This looks this out. This looks better than that. I mean, a lot of things were better than that, so you're not just crazy. saying. My knee jerk reaction of like it's like two hacker girls with glasses. They can see cool things. I'm like, Yo, yeah, this sounds like a good version of that bad thing. Well, this is, I mean, we'll see how it is. I mean, show isn't go kind of our new show isn't go kind of weird places. I might check it out. Yeah. Uh, I like the character designs, at least in the poster. Uh, so we also have some Kodansha USA licenses. I assume that this was announced at... Oh, it wasn't Anime Frontier. It says it was confirmed on Thursday. Uh, we have Miraculous, Tale of Ladybug, and Chat Noir. I recognize these characters, but I have no idea what they're from. Uh, I think it's a French... I think Ladybug is a French um, show. Miraculous oh, Ladybug. okay. Uh, we also have... It, um, it has a CG, like, 3D animated... TV show. Yeah, I knew there I was. Think a... It was running on Disney. Okay, that makes more sense uh, if it's a French series. I see it on Twitter all the time. Uh, we also have "I'm giving the disgrace noble lady a rescue in a crash course in naughtiness." I'll spoil her with delicacies and style to make her the happiest woman in the world. Wow, that is a long one. Uh, we have a new work from Boichi, the creator of Doctor Stone, called Origin. Uh, we have Virgin Love. Well, there is the girl that, who became a fish. Uh, and that says it's a Maiden's Bookshelf imprint. That must have been... Uh, I feel like we talked about that when it came out. I think... I, I want... really like the look of it, though. Uh, that's the one in this list that uh, drew my attention the most. Uh, we also have Spring Comes Riding in a Carriage. That's also Maiden Maiden's Bookshelf. My favorite cover is the Darwin Incident. It's just like... Oh, it's a monkey standing on the side of a building. I thought it was a monkey skateboarding. That's not a monkey. It's a human Z. A human Z. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, the moon on a rainy night. Uh, what else do we have? My Ultramarine Sky. The Summer with You. The sequel. Super Morning Star. Or uh, Ogami-san Can't Keep It In. Uh, which is probably a sex comedy based on the cover and title. <laughs> Yeah, it's just that the girl, she's super horny all the time, but she's, like, trying to contain it. But, of course, she can't contain. Uh, we have My Love Sick Life is a 90s Otaku, How I Met My Soulmate, King in Limbo, which that looks strangely familiar. Oh, it's this is the one that they were comparing it to Monster. Uh, what else? Witch Hat Altarlier Kitchen, which must be a spinoff. Uh, there's a deluxe edition of Vinland Saga. Holy shit, there's a lot. Blue Period manga box set. Uh, we have Cells at Work, Omnibuses, Magic Knights, Ray Earth, Paperback. Oh, there must have been a hardcover version uh, that was only available before. Uh, Windbreaker, and oh, that is the last one. Windbreaker. Jesus, that was a lot. I am never like a lack of surprised when all of these manga companies every other week is like, we have 97 more titles to announce. It makes me wonder how many they're sitting on at any given Some time. Some of these are weird though. I want to say Windbreaker made me laugh because it says he just wants to fight his own way to the top, but does he fight with his jacket or does he fight by passing gas? <laughs> Anyone's guess, which is his way. <laughs> uh, it's just a really generic cover and title. Like the, the there's no, it's not like he has wind powers, as far as I can tell. Well, I'm sure know, we'll man. find out, because in six months when I see it at the bookstore, I'll pick it up, because I'll remember, oh yeah, I remember Windbreaker, that's about the guy with fart powers. And then yep. I'll be disappointed to find out it's like, I don't know, based on Avatar. Uh, Viz <laughs> has uh, also got a manga called Ichigoki's Under Control. This will start... Oh, it looks like it may have already started. The second chapter comes out December 4th. That will be on Manga Plus and Viz. Uh, this is about a guy that I think it's like eaten by a bear or something. And then... No, a gorilla. He gets killed by a gorilla and then wakes up as a cyborg. You know. As I you hate it when that happens. Uh, this is bad news. <laughs> uh, so... The new season of Tokyo Revengers is a Disney Plus exclusive. Uh, I guess that's kind of the theme. I think that's the biggest takeaway from this week. Just to kind of 
Disney guess, had a ton of announcements right now. Yeah, yeah. They are like they're really throwing down the hammer about uh, in regards to their anime licenses, which I guess this was like the natural direction that things were going to go in, just with Crunchyroll now being owned by a multi-billion-dollar company. We have Netflix and Amazon occasionally. So it only made sense that Disney was going to start doing things more often, which I have mixed feelings about it. I do think that we need more competition. And unfortunately, even though I don't like Disney, they're one of the only companies that has the money to compete with Crunchyroll and Amazon and Netflix. Uh, so, What's interesting to me, though, and I'm, I guess is... It says that a lot of these exclusive rights for streaming belong to Asia streaming in particular. Have we seen any anime get a Western Disney Plus release or have they all gone to Hulu? Uh, well, I mean, Hulu is owned by Disney, so I would say... But, you know, there still is that divide, though. I think yeah, there's a, whether it's I think on there's Disney a prestige Plus or difference not. and there's definitely like an audience difference. So I, I'm just going to be... I, I mentioned this. Can we, I guess, to jump ahead slightly, if that's okay? Yeah. Um, to the Phoenix story, right? Because one of the titles they announced is they've gotten, there's a new anime adaptation of Osamu Tezuka's Phoenix. And if you've seen the trailer, you'll know it's actually fairly adult in content. There's full body nudity, that kind of thing. It mm -hmm. seems like it's going to be, you know, a Tezuka production very much through and through. And that's going to be an exclusive. Uh, I I don't think we'll ever see that on Disney Plus personally. But yeah, I guess I don't have a ton of because I don't I don't have Disney Plus. Uh, Tony, uh, right. Tone Dog, let me use his uh, Disney Plus briefly to see if Summertime Rendering was on there, and it was not. Uh, so I don't know if they have like a age restriction or if they like try to keep it family friendly over there. Uh, but I know that Bleach is on Hulu, and Bleach is very very bloody. Uh, so yeah. if they are trying to keep the more adult content on Hulu, that would not surprise me if all their anime is going to go to Hulu. Uh, it's I just strange. I, I don't think any other streamer has this kind of two-channel setup like this. It just seems like a losing strategy ultimately. So I guess I'm curious how long it will last. Yeah, it's, it's going to last until um, NBC's buyout is, is available. And when yeah. they can just fully buy Hulu. That's the last. It, it's still not fully owned by Disney. Oh, okay. There's still a few people who have other uh, stakes in it. That is, I forget. I think it was in 2024. Okay, so maybe in a few years. It, it's just really weird right now, right? Right? Because I mean, you know, Crunchyroll technically had Funimation and Crunchyroll for a hot minute. Yeah, but they uh, graveyarded that ASAP. Yeah, I. I, it's been a while since I've checked Funimation on my Apple TV, but I attempted to access it on my iPad the other day and it wouldn't connect. So I don't want to say okay. like that the app doesn't work because I have not confirmed it on devices where it worked previously or on multiple devices. But yeah, it, it would not surprise me if they're phasing that app out. I know that the last time I used it, there was like, they were like, uh, what do you call it? There's like a bunch of like test entries that were no longer hidden and like okay. episodes mislabeled on purpose. And it was very interesting. Like just the, like the tech team was just fucking around and seeing what they could do because they figured nobody was watching them anymore. Yeah. It'll be yeah. interesting to see what Disney does. Cause they also do have a uh, ESPN plus. Yeah. I just want us to see, uh, because I think it's important because right now, like we keep on hearing all these title announcements and a lot of these are big titles that we're going to talk about today. Like even oh, yeah. outside of the two we just mentioned, but and I think it is like that, even that uncertainty of like, Oh, should I get a Disney plus subscription or a Hulu? And, and you know, like that's a lot of confusion. Yeah. Well, and right now, especially as we've seen, like not all of these have come to the West. Like a lot of their rights are only in Asia and then they're just left in the air for Western releases. So it's, it's not a great situation to be in. If if Tokyo Avengers goes to Disney Plus, I will be very tempted to get it. Uh, that was yeah. one of my favorite it's shows that season, and it was like one mm -hmm. of the most cosplayed things at the last con. So it would be very surprising to me if that did not get a North American release. Yep, I guess we're going to find out in next month. Yeah, according to this, I think you just see because it doesn't have their building a thing with Kodansha as a partnership. So yeah. 
that could be a long-term effect that we see is that Disney Plus gets Koda, or Disney in general gets Kodansha things. Then Disney owns Anime News Network. Uh, no, was that, did Kodansha buy? Did, did Kodansha buy? Was it Kodansha or was it Katakawa? It, it was Katakawa. It might, I think it might have been Katakawa. My bad. Uh, speaking I mean, of, I don't, I don't think Disney will ever buy a, a Japanese company. That's, like that's just one thing. Because they don't even own Tokyo Disneyland. That's not owned by them. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's the only part that they do not own. Right, it's licensed. It's there. Yeah. I I saw, I forget who it was that said it, but they were talking about summertime rendering and how Udon, like, they saw that Disney got summertime rendering, and so they licensed that manga and put it out, like, super quickly, and then the anime didn't come out in the U.S. It's like, well, fuck us. Uh, so yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, but speaking of, he's also in a weird spot because I mean, we're not covering it, but they did obviously change their CEO this past week. Oh, I didn't know that. Or, or, yeah, uh, Bob Chapek said that our the current CEO of the previous one took took back over. Oh, you know what it did because they were like, I want to leave this company with twenty million dollars. That sure would be nice. Uh, yeah. what else did I see? I saw that there was a rumor that Disney was going to try to sell itself to Apple. Holy shit. Anyway. Uh, Kodanta announced even more things. Uh, we have the shape-shifting witch, Witch's Kiss, and uh, Beast Number 6. Uh, these are titles that I'm not super familiar with, but their covers are kind of neat. Uh, what else? Uh, Crunchyroll has announced some simulcasts. These are things that were uh, announced at Anime Frontier, the Texas version of Anime NYC. Uh, handyman Saito in another world. The legendary hero is dead. I think that's the one where they're surfing on the coffin and the turn up or the daikon yep, has a condom on. <laughs> uh, campfire cooking in another world with my absurd skill. Malevolent spirits, Monogatari. Sacrificial princess and the king of beasts. Legend of heroes, trials, trails of cold steel, northern war. Uh, and Masamune, or Masamune Kun's revenge are. It's uh, wild to me that we read the news every other week and none of these except the hero one are familiar to me. <laughs> you think that uh, one of these would stick out. I don't know if they're just that generic or if I have a very selective memory. There are so many disclosures at the end of this article given how, given who owns Bandai. Or, or who owns <laughs> right. But yeah, it's going to get to the point where the uh, the disclosures are longer than the articles. Uh, we have some streaming announcements. Crunchyroll is going to be streaming Natsume's Book of Friends Season 2's dub. I believe that was something we talked about a few weeks ago where this was a new dub of an older series. Is that sounding familiar? Or is it's, this... I mean, it definitely isn't a new dub of an old series. That's an old show. That's a pretty old show. Or, yeah, know, it's like 20 like Six seasons of it now. Uh, well, I just meant that the I mean, dub was to, newly it, produced. It was, let's, to put it in, in perspective, uh, Nisa... And uh, licensed that back when they were still yes. doing that for anime. So those were cool, like three years there. Yeah, I have a couple of their uh, box set, whatever you'd call them, like almost record cover uh, releases. Uh, and I finally, like yeah. big ass books. I finally last night uh, bought new shelves because I wanted to display them again. Because uh, my my anime and manga shelf was slowly getting encroached by manga. And my anime was like getting put into drawers because it wasn't fitting anymore. So now I have more shelves Aww. than I know what to do with. Uh, Toonami has a new schedule. This would have been as of last night. Uh, my Hero Academia Season 6, uh, starting the block out. Then Made in Abyss Season 2. Then Yashihime Second Act. Second Act. Uh, followed by One Piece and Naruto Shippuden, and then Strangely Primal at the end of the night, which is one of their higher-rated shows. Uh, so it's interesting that they would put that at the end. Uh, is this... Did they lose an hour, or am I just misremembering? Why do I feel like Toonami went later than 3 in the morning? I, I thought Did it went until like 4. 4, I thought. Well... Uh, Maybe they are dropping an hour off of it? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not familiar enough. I haven't watched Toonami in a long time. I did start watching My Hero Season 6 yesterday, and by watching, I mean turned it on while I built shelves. Uh, so I don't know if I need to turn into Toonami to do that, because then I'm building shelves at midnight. My neighbors wouldn't like that. 
Uh, speaking of Disney, we have a new series from the writer of Rascal Does Not Dream of a Bunny Girl, Senpai. Uh, I believe this is an original series. And the title, if I can make it bigger, Sin Duality. Uh, this is the one that's also just got a, a recent video game announcement. So they're doing the mass media approach. Oh, nice. Yeah, this is... I, I'm probably going to check this one out. I really like that uh, writer's work. Uh, this is an original series, it looks like. Because... Uh, um, uh, what's her name? Hajime Kamoshida also did uh, Just Because, which is on High Dive. And I think that was a uh, Amazon uh, streamer streaming title when it came out. Uh, this is directed from the director of Encouragement of Climb, which I've heard a lot of good things about. So hopefully this is good, although the multimedia experience things are kind of hit and miss. <laughs> like early dot yeah, hack yeah. I liked, uh, like the first Dead Space I thought was fun, but it gets a little overwhelming when they start asking you to play the AR game or like... <laughs> You know, Luckily, it's like a big console release. It's not a mobile game. Yeah. So I think that bodes well, at least. And there's always like one good thing in the seven things that get released. You just don't know which is the good, which is the one good thing. Right. Probably the first thing, hopefully. Uh, well, it's, I mean, like um, Cyberpunk, really good anime. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that's like, fair. This is interesting. I'm kind of skimming the uh, plot synopsis, and this is very outside of the purview of the writer this is like a sci-fi story about ai and and stuff whereas that guy usually writes like high school slice of life coming of age stories <laughs> so that should be interesting uh let's see what else do we have some Crunchyroll streaming announcements let me get this open uh they're going to stream uh bofuri season two i really enjoyed season one that is the i don't want to get hurt so i'll max out my defense uh, it was kind of a cute, not a trapped in an MORPG like they were playing intentionally and they could log out, but it, it's that style of show. Uh, I, I found that to be very fun. Uh, what else did they get? Why uh, Rayliana ended up as at the Duke's Mansion, uh, a galaxy next door, uh, the Fire Hunter, my clueless first friend. And oh goodness, this is not formatted and super easy to read way <laughs> oh my god it's actually a lot more in the article itself yeah. it mentions like a title called it looks like what orphan? Is it? it's called my home hero which sounds like a salary man version of taken uh we also have saint Seiya, the cg series uh on here uh it looks like what else sorcerer stabber orphan yeah sorcerer stabber orphan Gal galaxy next door i thought that manga just came out uh Unless I'm just misremembering the anime announcement as the manga being announced. Uh, but yeah, Orphan's on here. Uh, it's it's interesting to me how the stories on ANN, the formatting is not consistent. Like, the manga ones are always formatted in a really easy-to-read way. But then you get this, where it's like, I don't even know what information I'm looking at. Absolute word salad, yep. <laughs> like, uh, that's what we need style guides for. Uh, we have some new anime announcements. Uh, the director of Jujutsu Kaisen, Sung Ho Park, has a series called Bullet slash Bullet, and there is zero information about it. The news article is essentially one sentence saying that Bullet Bullet exists and it's going to be on Disney. Uh, so I don't know what to tell you, but if you like Jujutsu Kaisen, maybe it'll be similar. I don't know. Uh, I thought the anime was okay, so I will maybe check that one out. Uh, we talked about the uh, Phoenix anime on Disney+. Plus. I don't know well, if you mentioned well, we that that was Studio that 4 Studio 4 Degrees Celsius is going to be animating it, and that's, I think, big news. Yeah, they uh, they usually um, do good stuff. Yeah, people should definitely uh, click the link, uh, which JP will include, uh, and check out the trailer. It looks really good. Uh, and also, Beyblade Burst is getting another season. So that's cool for the Beyblade fans. Uh, there was something... I didn't put the trailer in here because normally I don't include trailers and I think it was only interesting as if, if you've read the manga, but the Heavenly Delusion uh, anime coming out next year released a teaser trailer and I think it looks pretty dope. Uh, but if I didn't have the context of reading four volumes of manga, I don't know if the trailer would have been as exciting because it's just like, here's a quick shot of characters walking. 
here's a close-up of their gun. Like, you wouldn't know what any of that shit is if you haven't read the manga. Uh, but I'm looking forward to that series. Uh, Paru Itagaki, the daughter of Kisuke Itagaki, creator of Grappler Baki, uh, is working on uh, some more Beast Complex that is getting a new chapter. Uh, was that... I want to say that's a spinoff of Beastars, but I don't know. It could be that she just I think you're likes right. drawing beast people. Uh, let me see. Because I think, I want to say that was a one-shot. Uh, but I don't know. Because I don't really follow uh, a ton of her work. I do have Drip Drip. I haven't read it yet. But the anthropomorphized anime, animal people is just not my not my scene even though uh, her father is one of my favorite creators and I want to support her, I just, I don't, I don't want to read a thing about talking animals. Although I guess I did uh, watch some Odd Taxi. So I'm a hypocrite. Uh, Lucky Star is getting a weird spinoff about Kanata being 31. <laughs> uh, can't say for sure whether we're going to get it, but I, I think it's a four coma and it is not from the original creator. Uh at least I believe that is uh, what the article said. So that is... Uh, or no, I don't know if it's a four coma. I think it's just a short... Oh, no, wait. Lucky Star was a, a four panel, wasn't it? I think so. so I think it was... It like, right. So it would make sense to continue that format. But interesting. If it comes out in English, I might check that out. Even though I wasn't a fan of the original, I think that the concept of aging up the otaku to about my age is kind of funny. Uh, we have some release dates announced. <laughs> My favorite, uh, Tonakawa Over the Moon, second season coming out in 2023. Uh, Kaiji English Dub. I think that that was premiered at Anime NYC. Uh, that premiered on November 28th. I assume this was on High Dive. Yes, it was on High Dive. Uh, and it says, oh, the first nine episodes. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, this is pretty exciting that we're getting a Kaiji Dub finally. Uh, Ayakashi Triangle, uh, that is notable for being the manga that Viz... This is the one that keeps on getting like dropped for an issue or two and then comes back. Yeah, well, Viz, Viz just kicked it off their app, I think. Uh, Seven Seas, I want to say, picked it up. Uh, it is out. Like The first volume is uh, at in stores now. I almost picked it up uh, last weekend. Uh, but the anime for that is coming out January 9th. Uh, we have uh, Kaina of the Great Snow Sea. Why did I tag this one? January 11th. Oh, it's because it's the creator of Blam and Knights of Sidonia. Yeah, we uh, we saw the... They did, a, I think, a teaser before, and I think that we were pretty interested in it. I have on one of his mangas called Abara, and I really didn't like it. Uh, and it might be that the print uh, quality was low, but it was like a pretty expensive book. It's like twenty five or thirty dollars. Well, the the issue that I had is the. This is why I think it might be the print quality. It was so dark that it was hard to tell what was going on at times. Like the lines were super thick, and it was difficult to, to like distinguish one thing from another. So I just couldn't tell what was going on. I read like three chapters and put it back uh, on my shelf. Uh, but I know a lot of people like that uh, creator, so. January 11th, new anime from them. And I believe it is with Polygon Pictures, who, did they just get bought up? There was a story about them either merging or buying more shares in something. I don't know. Uh, Mamoru Oshii uh, has a new series, Hikari no O. Uh, <laughs> and there's a, uh, this is a trailer. Uh, a video actually came out on Twitter. Okay. Uh, so that'll be, it's, I, if you watched it, it, I like the art style a lot. I just paused because I thought I misread that as Hikaru no Go. Uh, not Hikaru no Go. I, yeah, I know we talked about this a few weeks slash months ago, and that is coming out January 14th. Uh, Giant Beast of Ours is coming out January 6th. This is notable because it is a high-dive high co-pro. Uh, Revengers, that is a series we've been talking about. That is an anime original from goodness uh why did we th why did we oh um nitro plus that's what it was uh january 5th uh tomochan is a girl that is uh ooh, it has two january 4th debut with a 13 episode length i marked this one because this was heavily promoted at anime nyc i haven't heard anybody talk about it but there was 
like a gigantic banner uh, being hung from the Javits Center. So I assume that this is a bigger show uh, with a lot of money behind it. Uh, Freyrin, beyond... well, the, the poster for that's so funny. It's the two characters punching, and the punch forms a heart. <laughs> yeah. <Or> a... <laughs> Yeah, I I might check this out just because of how heavily promoted it was. Um, you know, cuz they only put so many of those giant banners up because they've got to be expensive to produce. Uh and it was just strange that this was one of them despite me not having seen anybody talk about it. Uh what else do we have? Uh Freyrin Beyond Journey's End that is confirmed to be a 2023 series. I believe I just finished volume 4 of the manga. It's pretty good. I don't know if it's the greatest manga I've ever read, which was the article on Anime News Network that inspired me to buy it cuz I wanted to prove that that guy was a dick. Uh and I ended up liking it, but I I think the anime has a lot of potential. I I think similarly it's not thematically the same thing as Chainsaw Man, but I think it's like Chainsaw Man in that having an anime is going to elevate it to a different level. Because I think that there's a lot of like um, montage sequences in the manga. And to me, those don't hit the same when you're just looking at four panels versus getting like a two-minute sequence of your characters walking with like cool music playing. I find that to be more yeah. effective for a montage. And there's a shitload of montages in this series. Uh, because it is about time. And I support time dilation in whatever form, even if it's a fantasy kind of yeah. take on it. Yeah, this this is a series that's very much about time passing, uh, because the main character is not immortal, but she lives uh, for thousands of years, and she has a lot of human friends. So she watches them age and sees how they perceive time versus how she perceives time. Uh, I don't think a studio's been announced yet, but I think it'd be really cool if they got the horny baby team to work on this. Because the thing that I said the entire time that was airing is this is so well-made and well-directed for a fantasy series. It's just too weird and horny. And if they got a normal fantasy series, I think it could be something really special. Um, but that's only going to make sense for people that watched that show. Uh, very, very right. well-handled uh, animation and tone and music. Just everything about it was great, except the main character was a rapist. Probably. Uh, Trigun. Trigun, the new Trigun is coming out January 7th. Uh, I believe that had a teaser or a first episode premiered anime NYC. I haven't seen anybody say anything, so I'm guessing no one I know went to that. Uh, Bungo Stray Dogs, uh, season four comes out January 4th. That is a show I've been meaning to watch for a few years. I've seen so many trailers and it just looks like my kind of show. It reminds me a lot of like 91 Days and Bacchano style, but... Who knows? I don't know if it's actually any good. Uh, Ranking of Kings has a special episode coming out, and that is coming out in April. Uh, we have some film release dates. Kaguya-sama, Love is War. That is getting a February uh, premiere in the U.S., uh, presumably theatrical, because uh, that's a very popular series. Uh, City Hunter has a movie coming out next year, and they're teasing it as the final chapter. I don't know enough about City Hunter to know what that could mean. Does that mean it's done? I mean, it's Probably not. Maybe? It's I mean, been, obviously, yeah. I think we've got that, like, the, the previous film was sort of the end of the line, they thought it. You know, it was a special thing, but I guess it did well enough to get one, one more movie. Well, I mean, there was a Ursa Yatra movie called The Final Chapter, and it was not the last movie. I think there was more than one final Friday in the fi uh, Friday the 13th series. I mean, there's an entire series called Final Fantasy. That's and that was the first game. Also so. true. Uh, unrelated. So uh, at work, we had our last Friday of the season because we end on Thursday. And we have a group chat that's like, hey, everybody, it's the final Friday. And I thought like, oh, it'd be funny to like post a Friday the 13th final Friday poster, but superimpose our logo on it. And I didn't notice that the logo uh, or the final Friday, like the font or just like the pixelating made it look like it said the anal Friday. And I posted that in a group chat <laughs> for everybody I work with to see. And somebody's like, wait a minute. Is that, is, are my eyes playing tricks on me? What does that say? And I'm like, the final Friday. They're like, that says anal Friday. I'm like, uh-oh. So then all Friday, uh -oh. I was like, I don't know if I like anal Friday. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, maybe uh, maybe that's not the day for me. No. Well, we were supposed to get done at like four o'clock, and they added two more scenes, so we got done at seven. Which, like, yeah, anal Friday, not a so, good time. So, is this just a long way that, like, you actually were doing a commentary on how you were getting fucked by the production? I they guess stay late. Yeah, maybe I I was gonna go shopping, and then I got out when the store I wanted to go to was closing. Speaking of science, Saru, what? <laughs> that was 10 minutes ago. Uh, they have a film called Kimi no Iro title, uh, and that is coming out. This fall. is the one that we were, they announced that she was working on something new, but they didn't announce what it was. Well, because the director, remember, we, we spoke about it, I think maybe last It was last episode. episode yeah. We're talking about Nakayama's new film. Oh, I she's see. the she's the one who directed the um, Heike story and all yes. that stuff. Oh, I realized I miss the <laughs> the headline was a little ambiguous. They're saying the title of the film is Kimi no Iro, but they said it the anime film reveals Kimi no Iro title. Anyway, it's called Your Caller in English, and that is uh, coming out next fall. Uh, I have. It's a very short teaser. It basically, it's just text and a single image, so not really a lot to go on. Uh, I have a special event. This is only going to be... It looks Naomi as fuck. Is I think the best you can get out of that image. Uh, this next one yeah. is really only relevant to uh, if we have any listeners in Japan, uh, but I thought it was cool. Uh, the Disappearance of Haruhi Suzumiya. I didn't realize that that uh, movie took place on December 18th. And so this December 18th, they're having a one-day screening to celebrate that. I guess... I think it's really cool. Uh, have you guys seen the movie? I, I still haven't seen the second uh, series, so I've not seen the movie. Well, it's really good. I remember, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember when I did, I'm like, damn, like this is as good as it gets for this series. Like, I never got into Haruhi, so no. I remember uh, watching The Door at NovaCon while I was screening. Uh, well, yeah, just saying, you know, hey, if this is the anniversary coming up on the 18th, maybe, uh, maybe worth the shot. I have learned to appreciate Haruhi as I've gotten older, because I really didn't like it when it came out. And I, I read the book, I think twice, because I just wanted to understand it. And I, I enjoyed the book a lot more. But when I watched Rascal, I had this moment of realization, like, oh, this is trying to be like Haruhi. Those sure were the good old days. Like, wait a minute, I hated Haruhi, and now I love Haruhi. Is this what happens? When you get older and you're like, you know, Hootie and the Blowfish is actually pretty good. What are you doing? This, is it the anime version of I Become My Father? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I guess. It's just like everything's, you know, it's the same thing. I was, you know, recently I'm like, you know, corn actually had some bangers. It's like I hated corn. <laughs> that's uh, hilarious. Things were, I'm turning into a return guy. No, that's not true. Uh, the second longest anime film of all time. Uh, yeah, it's we well, yeah, it's like four time. hours long or something. It's, uh, it's like three and a half, hundred and sixty something. No, it's like two and a half hours. Because like the longest one is that Yamato movie, isn't it? Yeah, finally Yama, finally Yamato, which is the which was the last Yamato film for a while. Uh, we a have a minute longer, I think, the Yamato film. We have some uh, some things ending. Uh, Kodansha has a shonen magazine called. Uh, oh no, it's called Shonen Magazine R. That will be ending publication in January. They have not yet said what's happening to the titles that are running in it, uh, but I guess they went digital. Oh, God. Was it in here? They switched to digital only a couple of years ago in December. And so I guess things just are not working out. Uh, what else do we have in here? Daichi Case Files. I didn't realize they had this. It's very funny. They had a cat spinoff, and that is heading towards its final arc. And it reminded me of, I've, I, I do this thing where I make animal spinoffs of the shows I work on. I worked on a series very briefly, like, you know, maybe two weeks cumulative over a few months called Equalizer. And I would joke with the actors that there was going to be a spinoff called Squeakalizer that starred mice. Uh, and also I work on a series called New Amsterdam. And so I'm currently pitching New Hamsterdam to uh, NBC. Wasn't that also a, uh, The Wire spinoff? I don't know what the wire one would be. There was a like one of these had been called Amsterdam. It's like a lawless part of uh, Baltimore. I yeah, I don't know. Uh, but uh, it's 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 uh, heartening 
it, it fills my heart with joy to know that somebody actually did the bit for real and made a Kindaichi Case Files cat spinoff. At least I hope that it's just the same manga, it just it's a cat detective. But uh, I don't know because I don't read it. Uh, but speaking about cats, uh, Cat in a Hot Girl's Dorm is ending. This is a uh, erotic manga that Seven Seas put out. It started a couple years ago. Did you ago. read the copy? Uh, I have this book. But uh, have you read the copy specifically? It's so fucking hilarious. <laughs> what is it? A lady it says, adopts a cat. What is what? So yeah, it says this. The ladies adopt a cute cat off the street. And from that moment on, he's sticking his nose in everyone's business. Who's dating who? Who's into casual flings? Who's into girls? The cat sees all. I... This must have been like a monthly release or a bi-monthly release because there's only two volumes out and it came out in 2019. Uh, two two volumes are out here, so I'm guessing it's going to be three total. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, is this from the creator of Arrow Ninja Scrolls? Oh, inter- I didn't know that. That's another one that I've been thinking about picking up, but they never have volume one at the store. Uh, we have some things uh, delayed. <laughs> Motherfucking Ghost, the manga, is uh, going on hiatus due to author health problems. Uh, we have a reverse delay. Dragon Ball Super is coming back after a multiple-month hiatus. Uh, it looks like since August, so they're going to start a new arc in December. Yep, That's a prequel to the Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Nice. That new arc. Uh, so I guess we, have to, we see aged up Trunks and Goten. It's really interesting to me how uh, Dragon Ball Super, 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 whatever is handling. Like, it seems that all of the movies are being turned into canon instead of the other way around. Well, Super's uh, anime original stuff, really. So like, this is a manga original part of the Super story. But, like, they did that with um, the other movies. Or, or was it the reverse? Did they make the movies and then they got turned into Super? The movies, yeah, the movie becomes super. The first two movies are the first two arcs of Dragon Ball Super. I think they're going to do the same thing with a new season of Super eventually. So we'll get a, an arc based on Broly and an arc based on Superhero. I guess that's one way to extend the life of your product. Uh, Can Calais, uh, the season two, the fourth episode, has been delayed until December 15th. That is, I think that's Boat Girls. And I believe the creator or the character designer just passed away recently. Uh, Megaton Musashi, that uh, I guess has been delayed again. They were delaying one of their episodes. And the uh, same thing with the other one. It's, uh, I think they're just having labor issues, whether it be not being able to complete an episode due to comp- complications or staffing issues. I'm not sure. Uh, Adam, the beginning, that's come up a few times. That is a, like, officially endorsed Tezuka, uh, what do you call it, Astro Boy, like, spinoff-y title, I think? Yeah, it's a spinoff prequel kind of thing. It's before, like, they're in college or something, or young, budding professors of science who are teaming up. And I think it's, like, they're making a, I think they're making a boxing robot. Nice. Uh, That is coming back after a nine-month hiatus. And then World Trigger... A series that takes a hiatus every other month is taking another hiatus. Uh, Detective Conan. This one was really surprising to me because we don't get uh, numbers outside of Japan or USA very often. Detective Conan, The Bride of Halloween. The film made $11.7 million in China. Uh, That is pretty neat. Uh, And Jujutsu Kaisen Zero apparently is the number six biggest anime film of all time globally beating out weathering with you. Uh, okay, so we've got our miscellaneous uh, things to wrap everything up uh, or to round out the the show. Uh, Dalos, which I didn't realize this, but Dalos is considered one of the first OVAs. Uh, that is yep, getting a it is. Blu-ray release oh, yes, in Japan this March. Uh, <laughs> this one is funny. Net- Former Oshi's first independent project. Oh, I didn't realize that was Oshi. That is partially Oshi, like half of it. Uh, We have uh, Netflix getting in trouble with NHK uh, because they released their ad-supported version of Netflix, and NHK, I guess, has it built into their contract where you cannot do ads on their stuff because that's like their PBS, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, and I simply in that way it would imply that like oh NHK is giving an endorsement is what they're saying. So they're they just pulled everything. I thought I had read that Netflix just took the ads off the NHK specific stuff or removed those from the ad supported version of Netflix. But did they? Uh, they asked Netflix to suspend distribution of all the, the titles oh, that they had on there. Uh, so this is a big like no no for NHK, even if Netflix doesn't see it as a big deal. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this is a weird piece of video game news. Uh, so there was a company that made a Cooking Mama game called Cookstar that I guess had a bunch of disagreements with the uh, intellectual property owners. And so they revoked their contract and then that company released the game anyway. Uh, and it sounds like whatever the arbitral rulings uh, committee or whatever decided that that was unlawful. And so it is siding on the uh, side of the owners of the IP is what I interpreted that as. Yeah. yeah. It turns out maybe if you don't have the rights to release the thing, because uh, they like immediately when it got released, uh, the reviews were just like, this is really bad. Like, you know, like obviously Cooking Mama is its own kind of game. It might not be everyone's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Like it's more of a casual thing, but even by their standards, they're like, this is such a bad game. Yeah. And then it got pulled really quickly. So for a while, everyone was just wondering, like, what is happening with this? Well, I know, you know that- it's the kind of game where one of them gets released a year and you just don't even notice it because it's just a content factory. Yeah. Um, the first and that's when this came were popular, out. Though, they just released they? it. No, again, like they're, they're pretty, you know, like they are what they are. You know, but uh, this one in particular was like really bad. So that's part of the, the reason why this is a big issue. Yeah, I feel like the Wii games are pretty big or the, yeah, probably the Wii games because that's had the motion stuff with it. Yeah, uh, they were big on the Wii and DS. I'm going to try to go through some of these pretty quick just because I don't want to go too much over. Uh, we have uh, lots of crimes this week. Uh, so there was a uh, magazine editor for morning magazine that was being like brought to trial, uh, for allegedly, uh, murdering their wife. And it seems that they are redoing the trial. Uh, I don't know the details of why they're redoing the trial, but the, uh, original verdict has been voided and they're going to redo the whole thing. Uh, and there was another one about a, I think it was a singer who was charges were being brought on them for domestic abuse. But then it sounds like those charges are being dropped because they can't get the story straight. I guess both parties keep changing their story. I don't know. It's all a mess. It's, yeah, it was battery and he's singer. He does, he does the theme monks for uh, zero, uh, season six of my hero academia. Yes. Amongst other things. So yeah. Kiro Akiyama, uh, is uh, the person. Uh, this is a follow-up from last week, the Penguin Random House acquisition of Simon and Simon <laughs> Shimon and Schuster. Uh, we said that that got turned down, and so that has officially been terminated, which is great news in this terrible world of monopolies. Uh, this one is weird. Uh, so Cool Japan, which I don't think I've ever really understood what they were doing. I think their idea was like to promote Japanese culture outside of Japan. I know they were an investor of Sentai Filmworks and ADV. And they have been told to get profitable by 2025 or risk consolidation. Uh, but somebody brought this up in the comments. Is like, how do you make a company profitable whose job is to promote other stuff? Like their whole thing is they give like, they're like a marketing for Japan company. So like they don't have a product per se. They invest in products. So for example, they have a, I think they have some, like they own something of Sentai, right? They, 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 they've been trying to sell that for years. They sold that to AMC. Right. But, you know, like they do have they do invest in projects. So the idea is that they're trying to both promote Japan, you know, soft cultural power and all that. But they're doing it by investing in projects, which they hope will have a return. Well, it doesn't seem to be working out, I guess. No, nope. it's been kind of a long term disaster. Um, because that, that, that was like a Japanese government funded um, corporation. 
Those things never seem to work out. They have something like that in Minnesota called Snowbait. And it's like this government program to try to promote film and, you know, give tax rebates. But it's so poorly managed. And whenever they're trying to advertise the great things it's done, it's like, we gave money to this film that didn't really pay its freelancers a whole lot of money. And uh, some of them, it didn't pay them at all. But Snowbait's great. And it's usually like capped at like a million or two million dollars a year which is not enough money to make a single episode of television let alone uh, be a whole year's worth of a budget anyway speaking of more government fuck-ups uh, there's some tax invoicey restructuring thing that we talked about a few weeks ago that i don't totally understand but uh, 20% of manga artists are saying they may have to file for bankruptcy due to this new invoice system I know the biggest problem that people were having about it is that you can no longer be anonymous as a creator if you, uh, uh, I guess, engage in this program, which you would have to if you want to make a living. Well, uh, that's the problem. But the other, like, the other big problem is that apparently uh, before, if you were, if you gave invoices in order to get money from doing your freelance work. It used to be that you were tax exempt, but in starting in October, it will be subject to a tax. And these people, if you look at their, uh, the article goes into depth detailing kind of like average salaries for the people who are saying this is going to affect them negatively the most. And they live on beyond poverty wages. Oh, like, yeah. It's crazy. It's like, it's like, oh, the average yearly salary is between $7,000 and $14,000. Jesus. <laughs> well, that kind of thing. So I think the other problem yeah. with this, because like it's not, you know, if you want to get paid by the books, quote unquote, you do need to use your legal name. But the issue that I think people are having with this is that those names are going to be available in a database publicly. At least that's how right. I right. interpreted this story. Well, also a lot of these people who are doing this job, one, um, like it says here, they have to work multiple jobs, but mm -hmm. also depending on the content, like you might not want your, I know it's like, imagine if porn stars had to be, you know, put into a database with their real names that anyone could access. Yeah. That kind of thing. Uh, more government-y sort of taxi? Not taxi, but I guess money-related shenanigans. There we go. Uh, Vic Mignogna still not learning his lesson. He's trying to get his lawsuit heard again. <laughs> Dude needs to stop. Every time he brings this back, he ends up owing more and more money uh, to these people. But he's petitioning the Supreme Court of Texas to review his lawsuit again after it was striked down what two or three times so uh good luck my dude uh we have a death uh, grant james has passed away i'm not familiar with a ton of his work but if you watched the 2000 grappler baki i said baki would come up again uh, he played the english version of the cop detective that uh, baki is friends with in the early arcs it looks like he did a lot of work in Funimation dubs from that period. Uh, so, yeah, like, he, or, you know, mid-aughts kind was of area. Another grizzled old man voice. So now we've lost a third, unfortunately. Uh, an adult manga creator that I'm not super familiar with uh, named Naya Ueno has passed away. Uh, this was particularly notable to me because uh, if you read in the comments on the forum, apparently... Dude was, like, asking for help on Twitter as recently as September, saying, like, I am dying, I need help. And then they found him just, like, dead in his apartment or whatever pretty recently. Very, very sad. Uh, weird anecdote. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda director Mark Osborne doesn't want to upset Hayao Miyazaki. Uh, I just wanted to be able to say that out loud. Apparently, uh, he made a film recently that was had some connections to something Miyazaki did. And so he took a lot of care into uh, making that film, even though he knew Miyazaki would not watch it. So just a funny little anecdote. Uh, we Get talked over yourself. That's, that's how I'm feeling on this one. Just like, don't, don't care what he thinks. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it came up as just like a question. Like, I, mean, I don't, you know, I don't think anyone asked this question of him specifically. I think he just brought it up and ANN was like, oh, anime connection. Let's, yeah. let's make this into a new story. I think that's a totally legitimate people, thing though. Like, 
No, it is. I, I get it. But it's also like a weird story because the whole thing is like, oh, I don't even think he even saw it. No. It's but, a cool anecdote. I just don't know if it's worth like its yeah. own story. You know, but like uh, uh, like one of my favorite bands is a band called Free Throw. And I take some inspiration from their songwriting. And while I don't expect they would ever hear anything that I wrote, I wouldn't want them to hate it if they did. So I don't sure. think that's a weird sentiment to have. It it wouldn't make just of all people high on me as like the crankiest human being. Well, yes, things. that's yes. Yeah, uh, we've talked about High Dive and Sentai a few times this week. They, of course, are now owned by AMC Networks, whose CEO has stepped down, and they're also announcing layoffs. Uh, we don't know who this is affecting yet, uh, but hopefully, it does not affect Sentai slash High Dive. I have my, you know, own angry opinions about those companies, but I do not want them to get dissolved, uh, especially in the midst of everything that is happening right now. I mean, anime is one of the few growing sections of, you know, home video releases and things. So arguably, like, they're probably one of the more successful branches of AMC. Yeah. Don't quote me. John Ledford can lick my nuts, but uh, I don't want him to go bankrupt. I just, just want him to lick my nuts. Fuck that guy. Anyway, uh, Dropkick on My Devil. That is an anime that has like a various crowdfunding campaigns, and uh, they have successfully funded a OVA episode with plans to try to do that for enough to do a full season. So that's pretty cool. Uh, speaking of uh, popularity not translating into money, I think I said something like that about 40 minutes ago. Uh, there was a light novel that got canceled shortly after it ranked highly in a survey. That is fucked. Or it won an award or something. Uh, lost Media, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Sailor Moon's like lost American pilot was found. Well, the same person found a Saint Seiya like, teaser pilot. Uh, that's like 20 seconds long. I thought that was pretty interesting. Not a whole lot to say about it because it is so short but just really yeah. cool that these things are being uh, found, unearthed. Did, did you watch the uh, teaser? I did. It's just like them posing and doing like their Power Ranger morph pose, isn't it? It really is like they're they're like reanimating stuff from the Japanese version directly. Yeah. That's an interesting choice that they made there. I guess calling it a Power Rangers morph pose is probably uh, disingenuous because I imagine Saint Seiya came first. Uh, uh no i think saint Seiya is after super sentai they super sentai is 79 so oh shit i didn't realize that uh this is terrible news uh nintendo shut down some smash tournaments which i think this is just like the next in a series of because i this is familiar news to me uh, but I guess they pulled their permission for a uh, Smash World Tournament Championship for 2022 and 2023. I assume that's just the death of that event. But uh, yeah, I haven't been following this closely, but it seems like the, their partner has was doing some shady shit. Oh, yeah. So and they, they've always had a combative relationship with kind of, you know, things that have sprung up around their games in the first place. Yeah. It seemed like it was getting better recently, though, ironically. Mm -hmm. And then this kind of dropped out of nowhere. Of like, oh, no, we're just like, we were kind of talking with you and it seemed like we were going to be able to do this thing and then not. So now the Smash World people are really scrambling. But this community seems to be like on the, the tournament side. And a lot of like the top players are just like, I'm not going to participate in any of the other company that like is part of that is like part of the whole screwing over of this. Mm -hmm. So there's been a big backlash against Nintendo and this uh, Panda company. Well, online. Uh, this last piece of news, this is one that uh, Kyle found. Uh, so this was uh, from Robert's Anime Corner Store, which I kind of hold worth a grain of salt that guy's kind of a weird cranky stir the pot kind of a guy sometimes uh, but he uh, put out a newsletter saying that a lot of uh, older Funimation titles are going out of print uh, specifically he listed Niji Joe the Essentials Blu-ray uh, but also said a lot of the save editions are going out of print I guess to, this doesn't really surprise me a ton. Those save editions are very, very old at this point. Yeah. Um, and 
I don't know Same anybody. With the essentials. That, Those are my kind of essentials old are newer. Lines. This Nietzsche Joe Essentials, I looked it up. That only came out two years ago. Okay. Well, that's about normal though for like an essential which is a self re-release. Yeah, I guess the problem that I have with this newsletter is that he makes some uh what do you call it? He makes some some guesses about what's going on, and this is being taken like as fact. Um, I guess it's no different than us guessing about stuff, but I just I like it. Everybody's acting yeah, like we're just wor- some idiots doing a podcast. He's actually, you know, yeah, to be frank, that he's a little more, you know, engaged in the, that world. Uh, but he's hypothesizing that uh, there's something bigger going on behind the scenes about uh, why he does say that he'll include uh, hopefully in an update soon um, titles which won't be available much longer so yeah if he does reveal what they are yeah we'll uh, talk about it that Uh, so in case people want to get it before it goes out of print yeah i assume that uh, crunchy roll is just moving away from home video which is unfortunate but it is the trend that is happening in every industry right now except manga manga is kind of the the last surviving print media that is anime sales are doing well too though it doesn't make sense for them to move away from home releases i don't know know if that's true that's been uh, that's been said for a few years now and i haven't seen a report recently i would assume without without seeing the numbers i would guess that they probably are doing better than other things they're probably still profitable but i bet streaming is like night and day difference right it might be more but here's the thing right it's not just about like oh it's more it's that the the disc sales like you're getting them on top of so as long as you're like let's put it this way even if it was like losing a percentage like if you're still making say like i don't know a million or two million or like however much like that's quote unquote like free money like, yeah. why turn that down? Well, the anime like, there's industry... There's no reason to stop it, even if it's less successful, as long as it is more successful, like, as long as you're still making a healthy profit, like, you that say, doesn't, you know, what what else matters? You say I'd be that? i to see how true that is. But this part, Kyle. Bandai Entertainment was making money when they were shut down. So, like, I, I forget all of the details, but I listened to that podcast again recently that it was an interview by the late Zach Bursky, uh, on anim, uh, Ancast, and they're like, we were doing well. They just shut us down because. Uh, so that- I mean, that's a, I, I get that the company might go in a different direction, but like, let's put it this way: Bandai was still putting out physical releases in Japan. They just closed their American office yes. because they decided that they would rather license stuff out. Yeah, but they did license their stuff out, and that stuff did get physical releases. Yeah. So they still wanted the money. They just wanted to reduce their overhead or something. Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. I know that um, I can't say any names, obviously, but I have heard of situations uh, in my industry where just the person in charge decided they didn't like this thing, even if it was a very highly successful thing. There's more than one example of a top-rated TV show getting canceled because the CEO just didn't like it. Um. But it, it wouldn't make sense for them to stop altogether because they just bought right stuff. Uh, but older titles, yeah. like the save titles and the essentials titles are like, our license is about to expire. So this is your last chance. Like if you see a thing yeah. in save and you've been wanting it, that is your signal to get it. Because yeah, it, I'm not saying it's unprecedented these are being canceled. I'm just, yeah. I, I want people to know though that there's a chance that like, hey, if you're a fan of Nietzsche Joe yeah. and you want it, on a disc, then this might be the time to go. Oh, yeah. It. Yeah. I mean, I think we need to be careful. In general, I think that's the way you have to go with uh, releases now is there's no guarantee that you'll get it past that first release. Yeah. That, might, like, I'm betting second printings are going to be less and less common. That's why, uh, that's why I have so many manga uh, on my shelf now that I've not read. And like some I've just bought volume two because it's gotten to the point with manga where it's like if you don't buy it when you see it, you might not see it again unless it's like a Naruto or Chainsaw Man. Um, anyway, uh, we've gone a little bit over, but that's okay because uh, the only thing we have left is our top 10. Uh, and I just got to find my window. Uh, Toonami ratings, I think, is uh, going to have to be retired as a segment. I checked the website uh, when I was making my notes today. And the people that they get their ratings from are operating differently now and not reporting on a lot of the shows. 
And so they just don't have a, a source for ratings anymore. Uh, but, you know, that's fine, I guess. Uh, okay, so our Right Stuff Top 10. Uh, uh, for our Blu-rays, we have Bleach set number three at number 10, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood box set one at number nine, Mobile Suit Gundam 8th MS Team at number eight, Gurren Lagan, the box set, the expensive box set, surprisingly at number seven. They had some kind of like $50 off special going on. Uh, Magi, the Kingdom of Magic complete box set at number six, Princess Tutu at number five, Snow White with the red hair. Uh, that's a classics uh, at number four. Uh, sort of online, the movie Progressive Aria of the Starless Night, limited edition at number three, Akame Got Kill at number two, and When They Cry, surprisingly, at number one. Uh, manga, they must have also had a big manga Black Friday sale uh, because a lot of these like hardcover, like big omnibuses were on here. Uh, Horror. Horamiya, Volume 3 and 4 are at 10 and 9. Uh, Soul Eater, The Perfect Edition, hardcover number 8 is at number 8. Oh, that's a nice uh, coincidence. Uh, Horamiya, Volume 5 is at number 7. Then the Death Note Black Edition, which is their omnibus uh, release of Death Note. We have uh, Volumes 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6 uh, at reverse, uh, six, five, four, three, and two, and then Tokyo Ghoul manga box set at number one, and then our favorite, the DVD section, Trigon, not surprisingly, is on here at number 10. When will that ever come out on Blu-ray? Probably never. Uh, Funimation said they had the Blu-ray relate, Blu-ray rights years ago and have done nothing with it. Uh, Schematic Princess at number 9 Bleach set 19 at number 8 Bleach Movies 1 and 2 double feature at number 7 Ghost Stories at number 6 which I think was number 1 last time uh, Fantasy Star Online 2 at number 5 Bleach set 26 at number 4 Castlevania Season 4 at number 3 80 Police Files at number 2 and then Bubblegum Crash at number 1 Holy shit Is there anything that we have missed? Any other news or forever hold your peace? Neither of you no are idea, talking. We'll okay. be back in two weeks. Yes, we'll be back in two weeks. We went a couple minutes over, but that is fine. This has been the Gonzo.moe Newsbroom. Uh, find more podcasts on your favorite podcast directory. Just search for Gonzo.moe. We're also at Gonzo.moe. You can find everything there. Uh, next week, we will do the No Name Anime Show. I don't know what we're reviewing yet, but I've been watching Spy Family, so that's been fun. And uh, I know at some point we're going to do summertime rendering, and then I believe the show after that we will do our anime secret Santa uh, picks. So uh, that is oh, all yeah. we have for the show. It's weird not hearing the music in real time. That gives me a lot of energy. But anyway, we uh, will see you next time. Cheers.